We've been Sion Griper, <clears throat> 718-339-6020, or cell phone 347-563-0951, and feel free to call. So last week's Pasha Kisei-Sei, we see at the very end of the Pasha, one of the most important foundations <clears throat> of the Torah and of life. <clears throat> At the very end, it says, remember Amalek and wipe them out. Wipe their memory out. Not even just physically, <clears throat> but mentally wipe their memory out. And these are the ones that we let betray him. Did I attack? <clears throat> attacked us. Everyone saw, the whole world saw the Tanmakas, the miracles of Hashem. And yet, it just happened like that. To them, it meant nice happening. And they attacked the Jews as we left Mitzrayim. Because to them, everything is by chance. By chance. Accident. It happened like that. And we see here, we say here, wipe out their memory, their thoughts, their ideas. This idea of chance, chance, how crucial it is to wipe it out. And <clears throat> so stated by Tverish Shmuel and others concerning this danger. Because chance means it happened. And we'll see in a little bit that we believe the opposite. We know the opposite. Everything, every little prat, every little thing that happens is all Hashem. We could just tell we mentioned many times by the Bria. Like the Rambams. But stayed over and over again. Look at the Bria. There's only recently Ramilla talking about the porcupine. It sticks out its needles so enemies can't come. The octopus. Enemies come black ink so they can't see the enemies. The skunk. The bad smell. Over and over again, every animal has a way to protect itself. And then we know already, <clears throat> even like a flower, the rose, the thorns protect the rose. The rose knew what it was doing when it was born, <laughs> when it was made, created, grew. Pokemon knew. Imagine many times half women, half men, pretty much in the world. The other animals know. Sheep is the opposite, not even any opposite, one to five, one to ten, because they know it's in this. The little sheep's the little sheep to school. You need a lot of wool, so therefore you need to procreate. You only need one male for many. And it's over and over. If you look at creation, there's no chance. We were born for a little embryo. They got together from two dots that produce the embryo. Now how does this come about? <coughs> 
accident the person came into the world, and a certain person, as it was <coughs> growing, his cells had two legs, decided on two legs, <laughs> not one leg. Oh, it decided because it started working, so it worked like that. Why should everyone have two legs? That millions and millions of years, two legs come about. Makes any sense? How? Because they started to walk. Then you have women also with two legs. Not only that, <clears throat> you have two legs and two knees and thighs and <clears throat> everything else. Inside. Well, the body, the whole body is a miracle. Women have milk for their children. Why should they have milk? Well, maybe they should have tomato juice. I don't know. But specifically, specifically made. Go off the whole body. There's libraries. And the miracle of the other body, how it works. Every bone has to be in the right place. For example, the blood flows beautifully through the whole body to nourish. But the same blood also has all the waste in it. Imagine being sent milk from upstate New York, the milk, but in the same milk would be the the garbage from the sewers, the same milk, and you'd get it as milk. That's what happens. The blood goes, sends the blood to the, to the cells and takes the garbage away. How? So we can a little bit think of the body, a little bit think of <clears throat> nature, a little bit think there's no accidents at all. That it continues in this way, continues in this way. The whole world and gravity and rotating, everything was an accident, should be banging into each other. So you see a very big thing, everybody, that <clears throat> there's no accidents. And that's what I'm all like. We have to wipe out the, the memory of it. <clears throat> Any thought of thinking anything is an accident, anything is by chance. <coughs> then also, and we go constantly there, Benny Yona constantly states, go <coughs> over your life. Go over your life and start seeing how episodes, things happen. Everyone now, especially for Rosh Hashanah, or Mel used to say, <coughs> before we ask for a new year, we have to thank for the old year. Go over, go over each child, go over from Panasa, how you ended up making ends meet. <clears throat> go over health, go over the year. And the year was probably pretty good. You go over the day also, you'll see most days are pretty good. So what happens is, you're looking over your life a year. <clears throat> How it was a nice year. And I made good things happen. And this happened, that made that happen. And you just don't know. It was a story of an older girl... <clears throat> wasn't married and she went to a certain camp through a counselor and a certain seed program and the seed program they went on a certain ride in a in a van they had to go somewhere the counselors and the a mountain lion stepped in front of them in the middle of the night and it was a big crash they turned over and over they survived. And the two girls in the car became very good friends, even better friends. And she was a little older and not married. And they became friends. Then she thought, one of the girls thought, maybe there's other girl from my brother who was two years younger than her. What happened? 
her brother married this other girl. A year later, this other girl got married too. What's going on here? That she was older, and she did with a simcha to set up her brother, who was younger. The whole program. So what if she was married earlier, the older one? So she would never knew this counselor, and so she had a plan. She had to meet this counselor. Had had an accident, whatever, whatever, whatever. Eventually, to marry off her brother and get married herself. But there's stories and stories we all have. We have to go over. We have to go over and constantly say nothing is by chance. Nothing is by chance. It's the biggest <clears throat> problem. And today we think I'm all like ah we don't. You say it, wipe it out, and we think about it. It's the biggest problem today by chance. How many people are on the internet every day shopping? I'm looking for this. I'm looking for this. Looking for this. Ah, I found it. Oh, good deal here. Good deal here. Uh, oh, I just missed it. So what happens is, you think it's by chance. Oh, this came up. Oh, this came up. It becomes, we don't realize, wasting on time and not knowing Hashem's the one sending every little prat. So the world got us all hooked up and searching for an hour on, on the internet shopping. And forgetting about Hashem, even more thinking the, the, they're going to find a sale. Or it's this company, that company. What's going on? And same with business too, all the computer stuff. And same with phone calls and texting today. He didn't text me back right away. She texted him back. He texted me. All of a sudden I'm dobbing. And <clears throat> then I missed a text. And what happens? We're constantly calling and opening up our phones daily. Then I get the call. Now I, so it's like chance. Did I get a call? I didn't get a call. Did I? Get a, I didn't get a call. And she didn't call me back. Oh, I got. So what happens? And we're going like up and down, like roller coasters. Our emotions, dealing with getting a call, not getting a call, getting a call, not getting a call. And it goes to the texts and it goes to the emails. Today, if someone texts somebody, doesn't get a response right away. What's going on here? Wait a second. Everything's like chance. That's what's happening. Living in a world that the Yitzhahara, this evil inclination, is seeped in through the back door. It's Amalek again, telling us, not openly, secretly, everything's by chance. Everything's by chance. I get the call, not get the call. And then it deals with everything. Everything from Shaduchim, and Shaduchim, and Shaduchim, crisis. And there's so many different things. Everything comes by chance. Accident. It's up to him and up to her. Unfortunately, <clears throat> we're being brought away from reality. And the same thing. Man and woman, we'll talk about it in detail a little bit. Goes home, he gets his zets. Well, everybody else, ah, I missed the bus, ah, I share it, and did this, ah, this happened, ah. See, Shem's in the world, and Muna. And all of a sudden, the mate gives his zets. What's wrong with her today? Wait a second. Shem gave her the zets. She doesn't have to go into classrooms. No accident, no chance. So we have to look into it a little, little bit concerning that, that somehow wipe out Amalek. 
wipe out the memory of the people who said everything's by chance. And the more and more we get sucked into the world, sucked into the world, sucked into the world, becomes part of it, part of thinking. Almost you're driving a car, someone cuts you off. That's the other person too. We get us upset. Someone's on time, not on time. It's coming more and more. This lack of slowness, tolerance, lack of patience. There's almost a big lack of listening skills. Because we don't have the patience. We don't have the time. Got to do this. Got to run here. And I'm being so quick and I can get this and not get this. And I get the call. So what happens it's becoming a, a world where we're being pulled in and not happy people, not happy campers, not happy campers. Instead of looking at <clears throat> the day, not worried about the future all the time, I think about the past all the time, but the present. Think right at the second, whatever time you're listening now. My feet are knit, my feet are working, my knees, why should, why should everything be working? Whole body is comfortable in a house, at shul, at work. I could walk and save feet, most of us. They're nice neighborhoods, <coughs> growing neighborhoods, good school for the children. <coughs> so if you focus and take time to go over your day from morning to night, go over your situations, how Panasa Shem fills us in. Always pulls us out. Always pulls us out. Always pulls us out. We have to pull the And in health, he's always pulling. He's pulling this out left and right, most of us. And there are sicknesses, but most of us are doing fine. So they go over, stop and think. We kind of say, you need time. We need time to think. need time to think. And that's reality. <clears throat> Because then it becomes not by chance. It's not going, wow, look at my day. No accident. And you start thinking a little deeper and deeper. And you realize it's all the boss. So look into one of the most Ten Commandments of Marriage, which deals with this topic. And it can deal with it with marriage, but deal with it with any situation <clears throat> A person goes through. First, his commandment was be realistic, expect the unexpected. Now, we're going to see in a second that most of the things we really expect, we just can't take it. <clears throat> most things happen every day. Pretty much, if we thought about it, we have ideas what's going to happen. Maybe different forms. I told you, man. Pretty much the amazing story, the public school teacher who was teaching and brought this up as a topic, journal topic, expect the unexpected. Maybe the other person had a hard day, who knows? A certain boy from a broken home, an Irish boy in public school, and he came in the next day, said to the teacher, Mr. G, I have to say, I went home and usually... My mother has supper, and if she doesn't, I get so mad. I get so mad. And I start yelling at her and screaming at her. I give it to her. And yet when I walked in the house, there was no supper. And I said, wait a second, my teacher told me expect the unexpected. Maybe my mother had a hard day. Who knows? 
So I decided to make supper and put it in the microwave to warm up. So my my when my mother came in, it would be per- perfectly warm and everything. And she walked in and shocked, in shock. Phil, you usually yell at me. So some of the teachers said, expect the unexpected. Maybe other people have a hard day. And she said, thank you, Yodi. So you see, we have to work on this. Expect the unexpected. And most of the time, again, when the most prominent times, expect the unexpected, <clears throat> we call the se- 7 o'clock, give or take. When the man comes home from work or learning, and the wife is home too, the children coming home from yeshiva, and this is a time and a time. What happens is, man walks in, and is accosted by everyone, I need this, I need this, or where were you? And he comes in, and he sees everyone labor dick, jumping around. So he used to think, what's going on here, a crazy house? No, we got it all wrong. That's when you think everything's by chance. It just happened like that. No, Shem sent this your way. Right now is a test. A man coming into the house, he has to realize there's no chance at all. Shem is sending this perfect situation. Perfect, perfect, that's going to help improve him and give him a bigger chalik in Gan Eden. Tell him make a tikkun. So all decides how he deals with it. First of all, he knows when he comes home, <clears throat> there's going to be action going on. So expect the unexpected. It's really expect the expected. But we're in our own little self-absorbed world. So a man, as he's walking to the door, again, if he walks in plain, comes in a pool him. Dad, I need this. Abba, I need this. My wife might say something too. She had a hard day. You're late. Always alone, like a single parent. And he's being like, why, why? And he's hearing these comments. And and then, if he's not prepared, okay, he gets upset. He says something. And it becomes, who knows what it becomes. But it doesn't have to become this way if you don't think everything is chance. You don't think it just happened like that. It's not at all happened like that. You come home, you have to realize your wife went through 12, 12, 14 something hours of, of a day. Think about it. She had a day already. Who knows what? And before you came in, maybe she had a bad phone call. Who knows? So you have to prepare when you're walking in. I'm there to be Superman, Dover and Melek. I'm going to have some bops, but I'm going to come in and save the day. I'm going to start getting my million, I make believe a million dollar checks on the table, pump myself up, but this is the real deal. You come in, you prepare, you know the wife is cooking, you know the wife is doing something with the children, you know the... So you walk in ready to help prepare. You go in ready to help, ready to come in. How was your day, honey? And you come in, you might have to have a donut before you come in. You might have to walk around the block before you might have to listen to music before you come in. Whatever it is, you need you need to get in control there. Some people can look some nephews, they'll become numb. I'm not going to feel anything when I walk in. I'm going to go in... Stoic, and I'm gonna go in ready to save the day, and tell everyone I'm gonna take care of everybody's problems. So as you're walking in, you're not expecting any unexpected anymore. You know everything's not by chance. And then, a third thing, or so, when you come in, there, there might be some things happen that really are 
so-called off the wall. And then you have to see how am I going to react when I see something really unexpected, and I know, and it, it's I feel it's not a good thing. How am I going to react? So, again, become numb. You walk in, ready not to respond. And you might have to give everyone the time of the day. Of course, everyone has to get their time period. And the problems that are being caused, you might have to gently speak to the person who's aggravated. Pull them over, talk to your wife. And even though it's, you're getting blasted, things are in, in, uh, in, in an uproar. The story... A man was home, and his son came up from Yeshiva, a little boy, and so so angry. Got a crayon. Started writing on the walls, and his father was running after him. And said, go to your room. He ran out of the room, and he started continuing his activity. And he said, no candy, and you're going to miss snack, and nothing was working. I went to the room to give you a patch. Nothing worked. And at the end of the day, the boy's ready to go to sleep. And the boy said, you know, my, Abba, my, my Rebbe yelled at me today. So then father knew. He came home because he was in some sort of pain. And like Rabbi Brock, he said to me, taught me, first thing I should have done is gave him a big hug. What's the matter? What are you running around like this? What do you need? What happened today? The accident was with a hug. What's the matter? What can I do? And a hug. It's a whole different life. You would have saved yourself three, four, five hours of aggravation. There's a way to react. <clears throat> You're there to save the day. What other, other, other people might going, be going through a, a hardship. Like a young student, he goes, uh, doesn't get a 90 in a test. He might be crying. Who knows why? And you find out the 90 in a test he's crying about. He got 89. But to him, it's catastrophic. <laughs> So that's how you have to act with him or with her. So it's a big thing. A person has to know everything is from Hashem. At the moment, we're not angels. But it's a good idea, though, afterwards, that night, the next day, to go over the scenario. And if you go over a little bit, you might see my son was angry because of this, my daughter was missing this, my wife needed extra moments for this. You can figure out, maybe the next time you come in, the next day, how to make it a little better. So all of a sudden it becomes, Hashem runs the world. It's not by accident. Everyone's jumping up and down. <clears throat> and same with uh, the wife's the husband. The wife... Husband comes home many times after a very jumpy day, wild day, and at work it was kind of hard. <clears throat> He's worried about paying the bills. He didn't sleep last night because the baby was up, and he stayed up with the baby. So he walks in, and you know the children are coming home for supper and homework and everything else. If you could take a little time somehow just to calm yourself, okay, the children, I know what the story is. You take a little bite to eat or something. A little, little something. I'm going to ask you yourself. I'm going to prepare. This child's going to want this. This one's this going to be a little snack with the, to do the work. This one's going to do some homework. This one you might have to jump around a little bit. 
Figure, figure, no accents when they come in. They might have different things they're doing. Sometimes the things are kind of shocking. Something when they, they pull each other's hair, it's a shocking thing. But in general, so you prepare. So I become numb also. I'm not going to get my feelings overtake me. And I'm going to be proactive with each child. Let's not, like, do this, do this, let's do this, let's do this, clean up, let's. And we can help again. Not by chance when they walk in, and what happens? What happens? These are sent specifically from Hashem to you to learn how to deal with it, how to be proactive, how to be take care of everybody. Whatever it is, husband comes in a little grumpy. You have a nice little spread from every day, a little coffee and cake or some watermelon. You'll have a different husband, a different husband, a different husband. So there's many things also a lady can do. You have to say to yourself, it's not by chance. When your son and daughter come home, it's not by chance they're acting the way they're acting. You have to try to look into things. Same thing. Again, you have to be, try to be calm, proactive with each child. Child's like to dance in the couch. Let the kid uh, dance for you for, an, uh, for a minute and say, I'm, I'm paying. I want to watch uh, you dance for me. Another child's like to cook. Let me come in the kitchen with me. Biggest therapy for children to come in this in the kitchen with the mom and cook with her. The children and the mother is the best thing. And that's <clears throat> so there's ways to prepare. Be realistic. Expect the unexpected. And what happens, you're saying to yourself, it's not accident. And all this has needs a lot of thought and preparation beforehand. To prepare yourself as much as possible. The second thing, how am I going to react? Usually no reaction. What's the matter? I'm sorry, what can I do? So we can work on these things. So the, we were saying, I'm wiping out my Molech. I'm wiping out everything by chance. And the children coming home. Mommy had a hard day too. Maybe how am I going to help? Mommy going to walk in? Come at 10 o'clock at night after learning. Come on, go to your ma. She's up. Sit with her a minute. Give her encouragement. And you follow encouragement. They, they, they're giving you life that you're able to do this. So they're ignoring. So come in. Not by chance. You get food. You get you get sleep. You get eat. You go to sleep. You got to bed. All of a sudden everything becomes, this is the way it is. No, no, no. Shem gave your parents to, to honor them, to give them encouragement, to, to do anything for them. And school time's starting now. Rebbies and students, students and Rebbies, more and students, same thing, teachers and students. Every student has to say, this is not an accident that I'm here. It's not by chance I don't want to be here. Shem's sending me here at this moment. Not my parents. I'm supposed to be here at this moment. This is going to be the best thing for me. It could be learning lessons academically. It could be learning good mitos. It could be learning patience. It could be learning tolerance. It could be learning... Different ideas how to be a mensch. Could be learning Gemara, could be learning the Hillam, could be so much. And the Rebbe's too, we have to you know, gain strength, there's not a chance. These students are being sent for me also to improve myself and hopefully improve them too. Easier said than done. But again, we got to knock it in as much as we can. There's no chance. There's no, everything's by chance. Nothing's by chance. Everything specifically sent by Kodesh Baruch Hu. Or your improvement. 
is a very, very crucial thing. As we're getting closer to the new year, important to view the old year to say, ah, the talking Hashem always pulled me through, always me pulled me through this year, this year. And to go over particulars of your life and go over how you can improve yourself in all your situations that you're in. And nothing's by chance. Everything is particularly made, tailor-made for you, for your improvement, to make a tikkun in your midos, give you the highest state in all of my bar. So let's go weiter, 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 everybody. Gain strength. Emune, emune, emune. Be talking, be talking, be talking. It's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. It's all Hashem. It'll help us in situations. And after the situation is over again, you can think about it. It's all Hashem. Why does Hashem send this to me? Maybe I have to look over myself. Maybe I have to look at it and help this other other person in another way. Maybe I need advice. Remember, Muna, Muna, Muna. Be talking, be talking, be talking. We write about them all like the memory. And he thought any things by chance. Because we know everything, every prat, everything is a Kodesh Baruch Hu. And it's done because he loves us and wants the best for us. So we know, again, everything is Hashem. This has been Sion Griper, 718-339-6020-347-563091. Yashikoach and Kol Tuf.